there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Hello, good morning. How are you doing? I am so excited to be here today. Today's topic is going to be amazing. Let me know if you can see me and you can hear me okay. And I'm going to start with our quick announcements. If you are a homeschooler and you would like to join the community on Facebook where you can talk things homeschool, learn about lesson ideas and activities and printables and things like that, then join our Facebook group called the Natural Homeschool Community on Facebook. Just search for it in the groups and you will find it there. Just request to join and I'll be happy to uh, have you in there. It'll be so exciting whether you're doing Montessori or not. All homeschoolers are welcome. And if you don't have a Montessori group on Facebook, a community that you can talk to, then join the Montessori Way Prep Room. That is where we do all things Montessori. Whether you're homeschooling or not, we talk all things Montessori. So I think that you will enjoy it. I think that you will really like it. I also want to uh, invite you to join if you are um, ready to dive in. Let me show you this link real fast. Uh, if you're ready to dive in and actually learn more on the topics that I do and the lives, I go deeper in the emails. So if you want to receive the emails with more information, because the topic is so vast, everything that I talk about uh, has so much more to it, but I can't get into it in a live. Otherwise, we would be sitting here all day long. So what I do is I go deeper in the emails. If you want to join the emails, feel free to just click the link and um, be added to the list and you will receive those emails that will benefit you and take you a step further. Okay. I just want to make sure that you guys know that. And then I also want to invite you to the show webinar that is coming up next week. It is the place, it, take, it takes the place of, just a second, it's taking the place of the weekly show, okay? So we do these live trainings every Thursday. Well, Next week, we're going to have the show in our, there it is, the show in our, let me put the link so you can sign up. It is just like our weekly live shows, but it's going to be 90 minutes long. So if you missed, for some reason, the workshop that we just went through and you're like, oh no, I just missed it and it's not going to happen again until next year. Well, the show in our is not as long and it doesn't go as in-depth as a workshop, but it will still give you some really awesome ideas on the Montessori, how to start the right way. And when you sign up, it is completely free, no strings attached. You just come and show up live on face, the Natural Homeschool Facebook page or the YouTube channel, and you can watch it. But if you really want to benefit from it, you want the workbook. So you want to download that workbook. And that is what that sign up is for. I will email you the workbook that you can download. It is a PDF file. You print it out and you have it ready. So mark your calendars for next Thursday. It is going to be a little bit earlier than our usual trainings just because it is going to be longer. So instead of half an hour, make sure that you know to stay 
for an hour and a half, 90 minutes, okay? There will be a replay, so make sure that you have the workbook. It is not super required, but it will definitely give you that next step because once the show and art is over, what do you have left? The notes, right? So you want that workbook. You want to have that information at your fingertips at all times. So I took the time to make a workbook for you. Take advantage of it, okay? Join. The link is in the comments. I know that it's kind of small in the slide, but it is in the comments. So just click on the link in the comments. Hi, Arcana. I can see you. All right. So now that I've given you all of the information, let's get started. Good. Today's topic is super important, and I really wanted to touch base on that. It is why Montessori materials are so unique. Why Montessori materials are so unique. Let me think a little bit bigger, just so you can see me a little better. Montessori materials are so beautiful. They are great. They are educational and they are durable. But do you feel lost when it comes to Montessori materials? Let me know in comments. Do you have questions as to why they are so different from traditional school materials or why the Montessori environment looks so different with these beautiful materials? You can see the picture on the slide. Let's discuss this fun topic. If you are looking to building, to becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide in yourself, nurture happy, normalized children, and want to create smooth, successful Montessori days, then you are in the right place. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic, about Montessori materials and why they are so unique, what you have applied, what you have tried that have worked, how you figured out how to use them and things like that. I would love to hear from you. So let's go into these materials. Number one, you might want to take notes. Montessori materials are made of natural materials. As you learn more about the Montessori materials and how to organize your Montessori materials in the environment, you will notice this important point. Most Montessori materials are made of wood, cloth, glass, and metal. Paper is also included, but that comes later in time, like when you use printable Montessori materials such as nomenclature cards or three-part cards. Here are some original Montessori materials that have a mix of wood and um, other materials. Well, let me start with the wood first. These are the knobbed cylinders. Here's just one of the blocks and it is completely made of wood. All of the pieces are made of wood. The base is made of wood. The pieces are made of wood. Even the knobs are made of wood. Everything is made out of wood. Isn't it beautiful? It is very sturdy, very durable and very easy to maintain. All you have to do is a light dusting like this very easy and it's all made of wood okay i wanted to show you some of the materials here's another one this one is also all made of wood but this one has some parts of the wood that are painted this is a flower puzzle for botany you remove the pieces it is all made of wood you can even see that the pegs are made of wood everything but the the petals and the different parts of the flower are painted you also have the dressing frames these are a mix of wood with cloth or fabric these are the ones that you use at uh, in your practical life subject teaches children how to button buttons this is the one for ribbon learning to tie ribbon or shoelaces this one teaches children how to snap 
And see the frame is made of wood and the front has some cloth and some metal. I need to make this bigger, don't I? So you can actually see the materials. We have the ones that have the hook and eye as well with some metal in it. So it has the wood frame, some of the metal to attach the, the fabric, the fabric and then some metal for the hook and eye. And we also have the zipper, the dressing frame with the zipper. And the zipper is also made of metal. Sometimes it's made of plastic, but we try to stick to the natural materials. Then there are other materials that have a mix. I'm going to try to be super careful with this one because it is so big and so heavy. But these are the metal insets that you use for language arts. I know that they are geometric shapes and it might look like they are for math when you when you teach geometry or ge um, yeah geometry. But this is actually um, for language arts. You could double use it for math as well, but these are the ones that are for pre-writing. So they come in a wooden tray. Can you see it? And then the metal insets are actually made of metal. They are very sturdy and put some weight to them. But we usually try to keep the materials to natural. Yes, thank you for, for letting me know that the screen was small. So I'm going to show you the cylinders again. The knob cylinders made out of just wood. The whole thing is made out of wood. It's just um, carved out to get the pieces out. Even the, the knobs are made of wood. Okay. And I will show you the puzzle again since the screen was small. Here's the, the botany puzzle. It's also all made of wood, painted wood in some pieces. This is still natural and then has a painted border. Okay. Then we have some glass beads as well. There is glass in the uh, Practical Life Works mostly. And uh, no, it's just not. okay, so we have the, those four materials that we try, the natural materials that we try to keep Montessori with. And then also, like I mentioned, there is paper, but that comes as secondary. It is a natural material as well though. So you are definitely using that at some point, especially when children are learning to write. So some wooden Montessori materials just made out of wood are the knob cylinders, like I showed you, the spindle boxes and the geography puzzles. Some that have wood and glass are the large bead frame, which is another name for the abacus and the bead cabinet that you see right here behind me. These uh, beads are made of glass and the shelf is made of wood and then there's metal keeping them together. Let me show you real quick. You can see the beads, the metal rings holding them together and they are placed on a wooden shelf. Okay, then we have wood and cloth. Like I showed you the dressing frames. We also have the mystery bag where the wooden pieces are inside a cloth bag. And then we also have the fabric box. The box itself is made of wood, but then there are matching swatches of cloth or fabric that children will match up in the sensorial subject. And then we have the wood and the metal. Like I showed you the metal insets right here. These right here, they have the wood tray, but then they are made of metal. We have the fraction insets. They look a lot like the metal insets, except that they are all circles and the fractions come in different numbers. And we have the thermic tablets as well. It's a wooden box and then it comes with um, different, fat, uh, different types of materials inside like 
uh, tile, metal, cork, uh, cloth, and things like that, and wood that make you uh, feel the difference in temperature. Maria Montessori said, only through freedom and environmental experience is it practical, practically possible for human development to occur. And that is true. The children need to have a variety of materials in their environment, but we try to stick with natural as much as possible. Let's go to slide number two. Most Montessori materials have natural wood finish. So try to remember some original materials in the Montessori classrooms also have painted wood pieces like I showed you here. The pink tower is also painted, the brown stair. The novelist cylinders are also in different colors for the sensorial subject. But the general look is natural wood. You can also make your own materials for your homeschool if you are homeschooling or for your Montessori environment. These are the famous DIY materials. Some people look at the originals and they try to make their own. So you can make a checklist of some of what you want to make that you could imitate or make very, very similar to the original, but try to stick to the natural materials as much as possible. Try to avoid plastic at all costs. It is not the end of the world if you have to use plastic, but try to avoid it. So when you're getting trays, for the works and things like that, try to go with wood over plastic. They are more durable, they're really beautiful and they make a difference. There are many preschool activities for kids that you can make and still be Montessori friendly. You stick with the natural materials as much as possible. And please note that it is important for the works to have a control of error. In other words, that means that children are able to check whether their work is done correctly on their own, okay? They can check it themselves. Maria Montessori said, the environment must be rich in motives which lend interest to activity and invite the child to conduct his own experiences. Remember, we control the environment, not the child. So if we want the child to have a more natural and organic experience, then we need to go with more natural and organic materials in the environment. Those are the four that I listed, wood, um, glass, well, let's include paper, so we'll call it five. Um, metal and the um, cloth. Don't forget, you can also use paper. And now I want to take time for a quick, oh, sorry, I jumped up. A quick commercial. I want to invite you to join the show in our next week. Don't forget that the show in our is the same as the weekly show. Sign up right here. I'm putting the link in comments again. All you have to do is put in your email and you will receive the workbook in PDF form. So you can either fill it out as you're going through the show in R with me online on your computer or so you edit the PDF or you can print it out and have it ready to go. Either way, whatever works for you, but it's going to take your Montessori journey to the next level. Be sure to know that our usual weekly live trainings are 30 minutes long. The show in art is going to be 90 minutes long. So it's going to start half an hour earlier, but it will be here um, for 90 minutes. Make sure that you catch the whole thing so you will be able to answer all of the blanks in the workbook and get all the information. This is going to be super instrumental for you and your Montessori journey. It is completely free, completely. So invite your friends to sign up, join, do a little group, get together, go through it together, 
and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to start it again. If you missed the workshop that we had a couple of weeks ago, then you will definitely want to, uh, while you wait, because the workshop is five free days of training, but it won't happen again until next year. So while you wait, you want to make sure that you catch the webinar, okay? So grab the link and make sure that you enter your email. Now, there it's no strings attached. If you don't want the workbook, that's fine. You really will want it. Trust me, because the information is awesome. After the show and art is done, all you have left are your notes. So you really want it. Plus, I took the time to make it for you. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's free. Why not just grab it? And I will see you on Thursday, November 19th. All right. Now, let's go to the next slide and do point number three. Glass. Ooh, that's a big one. Glass Montessori materials can have many purposes. Whether you serve children at a Montessori school or have a Montessori homeschool, you can most definitely use glass in them. Yes, Montessori guides and teachers, I am talking about using glass in your Montessori preschool, even with two-year-olds. You can use glass items like plates and cups and different things with your preschoolers at home. Glass is mostly used in practical life works, but not always. You can see it right here. There are glass beads on this math cabinet, the bead cabinet that's used for math. This cabinet, a lot of people have been asking me about it. It is for math and it helps children learn about skip counting, multiplying, and I have taught my children even some algebra using these beads behind me. So let's say that you are scared of using glass, letting children use glass. Why? Because it's breakable, because they might hurt themselves. I have talked about this topic before. When I first started teaching Montessori, I was in a two-year-old class as an assistant, and I was floored that children that were two year old, years old were using glass, and they were doing so perfectly. They were actually super careful. They were more aware of what they were doing compared to uh, children that use plastic that are a little more careless. Why? Because they know that it was breakable. They know that it was precious, that they needed to slow down and really focus on what they were doing. So not only can glass Montessori materials help children learn to be more aware of what is in their hands, how to carry this, these materials, but also to just be more careful in general when they are walking around in the environment with something made out of glass. These children were using plates and cups made out of glass to eat their snack and to eat their lunch. And part of their practical life was to wash them after eating out of them. So they would finish their milk, they would finish their sandwich or whatever it was that they were eating. And their job was to go to a, a large tub full of soapy water and they would have to wash them. So imagine how slippery that would be. Next to them, they had a towel and a dish drain where they would put everything. They would rinse it off and dry it off, put it on the dish drain. It was amazing to me how careful they were. There were about 22 year olds, 20 children that were two years old, and there was not one break during the entire month or two that I was there observing and helping. It was part of my training, my Montessori training. So I was there for a while helping them out and not one break during that entire time. Children can also learn to better, to clean better because glass shows imperfections and dirt more easily. So when they're cleaning, learning to wipe, learning to wash and everything, glass shows it really well. 
but that doesn't scare children. On the contrary, it helps them to see better all of the different dirty parts to clean. It is very impressive. You need to try it. And you know what? What happens if they actually do break? As you use a, a dustpan and a little brush or a broom, the child will observe you and see how you clean up, how you make sure that all the pieces are gathered and uh, that everything is safe. They will observe you as you do it because they're still too young. But this will be a learning experience for them because they will realize that it's breakable. They will realize that they actually do need to be careful. It's not just you telling them, but it's actually true. Maria Montessori said, the things he sees are not just remembered, they form a part of his soul. So even if they see things that, that things break, they are not just going to say, oh, okay, well, it just broke too bad, so sad. No, they're actually going to be extra careful. Abby says, can we first make sure their motor skills are proper and their handling is okay by using other not fragile materials to teach them clean up first, then use glass? Well, it is up to you. I personally go straight to glass, but I do it in a safe environment. For example, you know those um, cloth placemats that are, you can still roll them up, but they are placemats made out of thick fabric. I would use those for the children. So if they drop them on the countertop or something like that, that it doesn't actually uh, break right there in front of them. And then also I would make the travel short, really, really short if they had to travel from, I would purposely place their snack on a table and they would have to carry it to another table. I would make that travel really short at first and then start making it farther and farther away. So you can start with glass from the very beginning and take precautions and then slowly remove those precautions, but it is up to you. All I'm saying is that it might be harder for children to start with something that is not breakable and an accident happens and nothing happens to it, then, they, then you're defeating the whole purpose of the learning experience because then your whole learning uh, point is that they will notice that it is breakable, that it is fragile, that they need to be careful. And if it doesn't break, then you're defeating the purpose of that learning topic, right? And so I would say just start personally. It is up to you though. You decide, but I start with glass from the very beginning. So they start with that lesson in mind, be super careful from the very beginning. So um, if they are able to use the pincer grip, then they can definitely hold on to a plate with both hands like this, okay? So they're holding the bowl with the pincer grip on both sides. If they're holding a cup and it has a little handle like this, then they can hold it and use their hand on the other side to make sure that it's secure. Now, don't let them hold a plate in one hand and a cup in the other, just one at a time. So if, they, if you have your snack set up on one table, they take the plate, put the snack on, walk it to the table, come back, pour their drink, and then walk back, especially when there's liquid in the cup. They want to focus on just that one thing. So make sure that they don't fill it up all the way to the top. They leave a little bit of room and that they are holding it with two hands as they're walking. They are very careful and slow when they're walking. So I would start with smaller um, distances. And then as they get better and better at holding, and walking with the liquid and all that, then you can start making the distance larger. All right, so now that we have finished the three points, 
I want to reiterate, don't forget to sign up for the showinar because it is next week and I don't want you to miss it. We usually start at the half an hour mark, whatever hour it is, it is at the half an hour mark. Well, this time I'm starting half an hour earlier. So I'm starting right at the beginning of the hour uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern, that's New York time. So go from there, nine o'clock in the morning, New York time, and then kind of find out where your time zone is and mark it. Don't forget to, um, you can just set it and say, okay, I'm gonna put it on my calendar and that's fine, no strings attached. But if you want the workbook and you want the reminder email, I will send you the direct link you can log on, you can go to Facebook and go to my Facebook page, The Natural Homeschool, or you can go to The Natural Homeschool YouTube channel and you can see it there. But if you want the workbook and you want the reminder email with the exact links where you just click on the link and you go directly to the training, to the show in R, then you want to go to the link that I put in comments just now, okay? That's how you're going to find the information, the reminder with the direct links and the link to the workbook, okay? So let me know if you have any questions or comments. Even if we're not live and you're catching the replay, I will come back. I get notifications for any questions or any comments that I get in here. So I will be very happy to help you out that way. So try your best to understand Montessori materials for what they are. They inspire and attract children to learn. They look beautiful and they are always, always, always educational. They are not toys okay they are not toys and they're not to be treated as toys let's make that super super clear for everybody all right so i will see you next week don't forget that's the show in our so you will show up half an hour earlier and count on being here for 90 minutes because the training is going to be more intense than our usual weekly live trainings all right see you next week I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose The Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with thenaturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.